the children of the Force. Welcome to episode 46 of Children of the Force, a podcast about Star Wars by one adult and his two kids. I'm Al Nawatsky, the adult. I'm Anna, and I'm 10. I'm Liam, and I'm 7. And I'm Chris, and I'm joining the party. Hey, Chris. How's it going? Not too bad. Hi, guys. Welcome to the show, Chris from Star Wars Kids Cast. Thank you how so much. How old are you? <laughs> oh, oh, how old I'm are doing you? well, thank you. Liam actually just asked how old you are. Oh, how old? Oh. <laughs> um, what, did they, what did he think I said? I should say, I'm Al Nawatsky and I'm 37. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I just had a birthday and I'm 43. All right. Wow. You don't cool. have to say wow. Cool. <laughs> you, don't, you don't have to say I don't have, I don't have to say it, but I can if I want to. Fair uh, enough. Fair enough. It's your show. Uh so our regular listeners will will know you chris from your jokes they'll be familiar with you uh from yeah, that sorry but uh, <laughs> hopefully they don't hold that against you yeah <laughs> they're, they're pretty bad but i'm glad you guys enjoy them <laughs> oh we <What>? love them we <laughs> you think pretty that, bad what do you think they're probably awesome. like sets of jokes um, like they, they, with the same they're what we call thing. groaners where you go oh when you hear it oh yeah it's true it's yeah. true. We like those, though. Okay. So, so tell us more about you, Chris, uh, for listeners who might not be familiar with you. Well, I'm uh, I live in Vancouver, Canada, and uh, so I'm on the west coast. And I'm a dad. I've got a little girl who's four, four and a half, and we do lots of Star Warsy stuff together. But I've been a lifelong Star Wars fan since I was about her age. Uh, episode four came out when I was about four years old. Yeah. And my introduction to Star Wars was actually through the action figures. My parents brought home a few um, one day, and we had no idea what to do with them, but they were awesome, so we just played with them. We hadn't seen the movie. My brother is my older brother and I. So we thought Chewbacca barked like a dog. We didn't know. (laughs) But we we were hooked from then on in. uh, Uh, You thought Chewbacca sounded like a dog? Yeah, we thought he barked. We didn't know. We'd never heard his voice. Well, he was made by a bear. His oh. voice was made by a bear. That's so, true. So we were close. <laughs> yeah, pretty close. Pretty close. Yeah. Yes. And I run a, a blog and podcast. The podcast is a little on hiatus for the last while, but um, called Star Wars Kids Cast. And it's entirely focused on kid-related Star Wars stuff, sharing Star Wars with uh, the younger generation. Hence, um, Al and I have connected on a lot of things and talked about all yep. kinds of things. And uh, yeah, we've been wanting to do this for a while. So I'm really happy to be talking to you guys. I'm super happy that you're finally on the show. And, and you were on one time on our pre-TFA yeah, a little brief, a little Q&A hello. extravaganza. Yeah, but that, that was, was that, only for like 17 minutes. That was fun. I forget how many seconds. <laughs> that, that was a, a little marathon of all kinds of stuff going on. That was a that was the longest show we've ever done, that was really and fun. Uh, probably the longest show we'll ever do. Yeah, and before we get into things, um, I don't know. Did we ever hear uh, the rundown on Anna's uh, camp trip? Do you want to recap a little bit what camp was like, Anna? It was super fun. I learned how to do archery for the first time, oh, and I went swimming, and I went 
paddleboarding for the first time ever, and it wasn't against the rules to jump off in the middle of the lake. <laughs> so that was really fun. I love fun. that little disclaimer. Well, it wasn't against the rules. <laughs> Nobody and, said you should the, do it. Like, it just like the lifeguard out there said we could, so, yeah. you know, mm. we did. Okay, cool. Well, yeah, I yeah. wanted to say that cold. you were, uh, Liam, I enjoyed your show that you did with your friend. That was a lot of fun to listen to. Uh, yeah. And Anna, you were missed as well. You, My summer wasn't quite the same. I didn't have you guys on a regular basis to listen to. It was, yeah, it was a, it was a really busy summer. Yeah. It was really weird when Anna wasn't here and we were recording. And Liam didn't want, when we recorded our uh, celebration recap with Nick yeah. from London, Liam was really kind of not wanting to do it without Anna. And, uh, and I felt that too. You guys um, make a, but, a, quite a combo. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. We, I was just going to say, one of the reasons I think we don't record as much in the summer is because, uh, the air conditioner is too loud <laughs> 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 and we're in an upstairs bedroom. It just My. is too hot. Like I'm, I'm sweating right now and it's September. It's like 70 degrees out. I'm not sweating. <laughs> You're, well, I'm a, I'm a sweater. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so you have sweaters all, all over your body? Oh, that's right. Sweater. Very literally. So, so yes. Uh, thank you for finally coming on. And, and uh, we've been meaning to do this, for honestly, since I started the podcast. I think you were probably the first podcaster that I, that I contacted. Yeah. Partially because I... You know, I, I saw that you already had a show, and it was kind of four Certainly kids. Treading in to... similar waters, but uh, yeah, I love what you do, and um, I've been a fan of your show from the the very. I've I couldn't believe when you said in the last one, what it was this episode forty seven or forty five or something. Yeah, I and think I, we're we're at forty six right now. This is forty six. Okay, so <laughs> I was close on both counts. Yeah. So I and I went, oh my goodness, I've listened to forty five <laughs> episodes of these guys because <laughs> I know I've listened to every one of them, and uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean that doesn't include the uh, the reaction core episodes that we did for well, those right, rebels too. episodes and stuff too. So yeah, it's it's probably closer to sixty. But yep, I have listened to sixty of your episodes. Then. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> we appreciate it. Oh yeah. So usually we we start off our our show with Star Warsy stuff. Mm -hmm. So um, have you been doing any uh, Star Warsy stuff lately? My life is kind of Star Warsy stuff. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> Uh, there's lots going on, lots of reading, lots of new books coming out and, uh, recently out. So I've been just catching up on as many of the books as I can so I can get reviews up on the site. Yeah. Uh, what did I, I just read the, the latest, uh, Jedi Academy book. It's a new author and new, new artist. Oh, yes. Yes. Is it out? Oh yeah. It is out. out. Yeah. We, there's a review yeah, on starwarskidscast.blogspot.com. <laughs> There it's on hold at the library. Oh, it's on hold. We, we okay. do have we have it on hold at the library. That's right. I do that a lot too because I can't afford yep. every book, and I and I don't get freebies of the adult books. So if I want to read any of the novels, I need to uh, do library. Go through the library exactly. Yeah, I need to start doing reviews of books on my website so I get freebies of the kids. <laughs> that books. would help. <laughs> I'm reading yeah. the Ahsoka yeah. book right now. No, you're not. What is Ahsoka book? The Ahsoka comes out in October. Novel. Yeah. Oh, I'm jealous. Yeah. October 11th is when that comes out. That's what I'm. I'm waiting for that one. Yeah. How is it? Uh, I'm. I'm enjoying it. It's. Di it's different than I thought it would be. It. Yeah. It's certainly not uh, inappropriate. I haven't read anything because it is a, a young adult novel. But it. Yeah. I haven't read anything that would be inappropriate for you guys, other sure. than maybe their own interest or reading level. Yeah. But, right. Um, 
yeah, there's nothing YA you can get into some just a little more risque areas yeah, and uh, I haven't seen anything like that yet and I'm about a third through it. So Well, considering yeah. that Anna read Lost Stars and she's yeah. also read all of the Hunger Games, I oh, think yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I think I can handle oh, it even exactly. if it was a little inappropriate. Absolutely. I haven't yeah. read Lost Stars or the hang- yeah. Hunger Games. And speaking of um, Jedi Academy, yeah. I'm on the third book, and oh, I started okay. the first book about three days ago. They are pretty quick reads, aren't they? And this is probably like his third or fourth time reading through all of them. So, oh, okay. yeah, it's not like he's reading them for the first time. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Anna, have you read the Origami Yoda books? No. You should. They are awesome. I highly recommend that series. Yeah. yeah. The Darth Vader one and the Yoda one. I got them for my birthday. Oh, okay. Right. The Strange Case of Origami Yoda and is the first and one. And made the Origami. Darth Paper Strikes Back. Yeah. yeah, we have that one too. Yeah, I highly recommend those. Those are uh, really good books. And uh, yeah, definitely age appropriate getting into middle school. Yeah, I heard uh, I've heard really good things about them, and I when you interviewed Tom Engelberger on yep. your show, uh, it was was actually one of the first times I thought to myself, "Hey, I really should read those." <laughs> they're they're really well written, and they yeah. the series get like I was really skeptical because as soon as I saw that, I went, what is this? Some guy trying to cash in on Star Wars? What the? <laughs> like I was I came from a place of really being skeptical about it, and gave it a chance, and then was totally won over. So yeah, and it had to be pretty good to win me over. So right. I was ready to. I was ready to not like this book. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I've I've read the whole series. I'll probably give them a, a reread as well at some point. Cool. Liam, did you have something to say? Who's Tom something something? Tom Engelberger is the author of the Origami Yoda books. Yeah, author and illustrator. And illustrator. There's lots of pictures in there. Yeah. And Chris had him as a guest on Star Wars Kids Cast. Yep. Wow. And he he goes on tour quite a bit, and he loves talking Star Wars. He's a big, big fan. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, so we're waiting for Ahsoka. I'm I'm really looking forward to Catalyst, the Rogue One book that's coming out. Yeah, definitely get excited Uh, about the new stuff coming up. Have you guys, uh, do you have a Disney store anywhere near you? We do at the Mall of America, yeah. Oh, oh, is that a big mall? I've never heard of it. Yeah. Yes. It's ginormous. (laughs) I've been there a few times. Um, yeah. that's funny. Yeah. Uh, I didn't realize you're that close to the mall of America. Okay. So, oh, yeah. um, yeah. Disney store is doing some stuff over the weekend. Like they're around here. I don't know what time they're opening for you guys, but they're opening early on September 30th, the Friday uh-huh. opening at 6am here. And, um, so new rogue one stuff will be available that day. Uh-huh. And then over that weekend, October 1st and 2nd, I guess they're having kids events all day. At okay. least here, I don't. So devil, de- definitely check in with your uh, local Disney store. Yeah, I'm gonna look into that. Yeah, that sounds cool. Yeah, um, the, yeah. they usually have some pretty cool freebies. Yeah, yeah. It's for us. Like, I wish it wasn't at the Mall of America because that's such <laughs> that's an ordeal. Dude. Just going there is yeah is uh it's an undertaking. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, you kind of plan a day for that place. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say another Star Wars thing we did was uh, we were actually on a different podcast last night. Oh. Uh, our friend uh, Kate, who she's on Blob of the Hut. Is that BB Kate? BB Kate. Oh, ah, right. there you go. Uh, so she's on Blob of the Hut, but she also has her own podcast, Nerd of Paradise. I'm not sure oh, if you've okay. listened to that at all. It's I haven't really had good. a chance to check it out, but I, yeah, I had heard that. 
it's really good. Like every, every month or every couple of weeks she has, you know, a podcast about a different nerdy thing. So, huh. uh, her next one's going to be about podcasts. <laughs> so she, Fair enough. so, so she interviewed us for a podcast episode about podcasting on her podcast. Did they teach you kids <laughs> the word meta? <laughs> nope. Oh. Nope. That'll come. It'll come. What's uh, <laughs> meta? Yeah, what is it's, it? It's, uh, it's like referring to yourself within a reference to yourself. It's like really self-involved. <laughs> like so when when a podcast I, talks about podcasting and on a podcast. <laughs> I have a good example that we just uh, that we just read in um, the Spiderwick Chronicles. Have you oh, read yeah. those? Uh, so uh, I don't know if I read all the series, but I know okay. I've read some. So in the second in the second series of those books, uh, Tony Dutrelezy and Holly Black refer to themselves in the book. Oh, so <laughs> yeah, that's very meta. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. I think I get it now. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Breaking the fourth wall. It's kind of confusing. Also, don't throw in another metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> what? See, you already told us that. Uh, we're in the metaphor weeds now. Yep, there's another metaphor. Or is that a simile? I'm not quite sure. <laughs> I have no idea. I know what a metaphor is. And I know what a simile is, but I forget what a simile is. We did a lesson about that mm. last year, but I totally forget what it is. Yeah. Wow. Do we so, want to go into that? <laughs> no. No. Okay. Let's not. Fair enough. <laughs> we'll look it up later. Uh, so, so, Chris, I was thinking, yep. usually we do the news here, but since we have you on... Yep. Uh, and there hasn't been all that much news lately. Uh, I just, I was thinking we could just chat. Yeah. Well, yeah, there's not a lot of like, breaking news this week, I guess. There's right. uh, Star Wars Reads is coming up. And that the cool yeah. thing is it's, I, can't, I guess they kind of gave up on making it one specific day because a lot of libraries and bookstores across uh, well, the world that, that are doing it, but mostly North America, they um, would pick a different day. So sure. it wasn't really clear what the day was so i think they gave up on it being a day so star wars reads is just a month-long celebration in october this year so that's coming up right real soon yeah that's um, a good point i was actually what I, t- I think i talked about it last you, episode you did mention I'm like, it, yeah it, but i said star wars reads day i kept calling it the day i couldn't oh, yeah. let go of it We've and had, then later on i'm like wait a second it doesn't actually say day anywhere I've got lots <laughs> of stickers and bookmarks that say star wars reads day yeah. from previous years <laughs> they're not even calling it star wars reads month so no they're just star wars reads eventually it'll just be star wars reads year then it'll be just Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> yes! <laughs> it already is. Um, it already is. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know what you guys are doing, if you've been able to find anything in a library, a bookstore, anywhere nearby. Uh, usually there's a couple of things, so we we uh, try to take in as many as we can around here. Uh, yeah. They're all, there's no one big event. There's They're all kind of small, and they nobody's got a budget to put on anything. They just have some fun, and... Last year, we went to two different libraries kind of around here, um, did different events. So, yeah, took my daughter and uh, a friend of mine, uh, uh, Adam, who uh, works for rebelscum.com. He lives in the area here and his kids, and we uh, hit the town going to Star Wars events, (laughs) as we're known to do. That's cool. Yeah, we haven't haven't found any yet around here, but... um well, that's Usually it's at the local Barnes and Noble, but oh, okay. I, there's nothing on their calendar yet. But in the yeah. past, there's a Dan Wallace lives in the city here. Oh, really? And, uh, he's been out. He's been out to him in the past, and um, that's a guy I like to. We've talk also to. had. Yeah, no, I. I really want to go to one where he is because the he I I love I love his stuff, um, and then also uh, someone whose stuff I I I 
guess I'm not super familiar with, but I don't love quite as much. Troy Denning has also oh, been okay. to a lot of uh, a lot of ones. I think he lives in the area also. Yeah. So that's definitely a an old legends author. Yes. Yeah, yeah, definitely read. Um, who's the first one you talked about? Dan Wallace. Yeah. Yeah. He has written like uh, let's see. He was one of the authors on the Essential Atlas, I believe, uh, with Jason Fry. And then also he wrote all of the um, like the Imperial Handbook and the Bounty Hunter Code and the Book oh, of Sith okay. yeah. and the Jedi Path. He wrote all those. Yeah. So so Chris, I was going to ask you yep. uh, just a few questions, kind of just sure. curious. Yeah, yeah. Um, what what was the impetus for Star Wars Kids Cast? Like, why did you decide? to to do that and to to kind of start creating this podcast and websites and everything it's it's kind of weird because it kind of came i don't like to say this but it kind of came out of a negative reaction i had um i I was listening to a lot of podcasts and i was finding almost universally they're run by adults who were really dismissive of all the kids books and the kids the the toys that were obviously more intended for kids than they were for adult collectors and uh-huh. and at the time I was working full time with kids and um, seeing the magic of their excitement bringing in a Lego set and that they wanted to show that they put together or they're they're wanting to talk about for a while they're the, like for a while there the Lego Star Wars video game was a lot of kids entry point into Star Wars that was yeah. huge. Uh, and it's that still was, it's still I very think, big, but there's now we've got movies. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think Liam was yeah. playing that before he ever watched any Star Wars. Yeah, movie, yeah. now we've got a lot more easy entry points for kids. The movies that are right. back in the forefront, the the Rebel show. Uh, there's all the Lego Star Wars specials. Like before all that, the the Lego Star Wars video game was a huge um, catalyst, if you will, for uh, getting young young kids into Star Wars. The um, and so I kept hearing like talking about oh are there any new books this month yeah there's these but they're for kids so that was the uh-huh. extent of the conversation i thought no th- these things deserve uh, a bit of critical analysis as well and deserve to be looked at as like well and how is star wars being presented because not everything in star wars is great for every single child there's some stuff that that's scary there's some stuff that's a little bit um mature that needs to be explained by a parent or like they're I think Star Wars should be accessible to a family audience at all times. I, I really don't like when it starts trying to get super, I don't know, aggressive or dark. And like it, mm-hmm. that to me is, it's in there already. It doesn't need further. It's, darkness is inherently in Star Wars. It's part of the story, so yeah. it doesn't need to go all that much further in that direction. And that, that was a time where you saw a lot, like the Darth Bane novels were out. Yeah. Um, the uh, especially the video games. So it was like this totally total split in what people were talking about. Like they, this is the part we like, and then there's all that kid stuff, and they were just so dismissive of it. And I thought, you know, sure. what? somebody's got to champion this stuff, and uh, and remind, and maybe explain to older fans like. Hey, you know what? This is worth checking out. Some of this stuff, no, not so much. Not everything is amazing, um, but there's a lot of great stuff there. There's a lot of great books. There's Ryder Windham is such a good writer, and he's written so many kids' books in the Star Wars world, and it's uh, totally worth checking out. So it's yeah. interesting now. What you see is a lot of uh, bloggers and podcasters 
sort of ignoring the fact that these books are intended for children. <laughs> so mm-hmm. They'll discuss them as though they're the target audience and sure. discuss the plot and not even really mention that, like not even look at the, well, like, is this age appropriate for the, the reading level it's written for and things like that. Nobody's really looking at it as reviewing it for kids. They're more, did I like it? And a kid would like it, sure. Well, what kid? What age level? What uh, what reading level? That's a good point. They're all important parts. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, I get into some interesting debates with people because they want to say, well, it shouldn't be so dissected. Well, tell that to the eight-year-old who's not ready to handle what's next. Yet, or tell that to the right. five-year-old who's just really learning the basics of reading. Um, they don't need to hear... They don't, like not every book is appropriate for everybody. Not every TV show or um, every scene in the movie is appropriate for everybody. That's that's very true. Yeah. That's we still we still skip some scenes in episode oh, yeah. three. I mean, it's oh like, yeah, you don't need to see. Yeah. I, I can explain it. You know, you're old I'm enough. They're old enough that I. They're old enough. I can explain what you know what happens. Yeah, exactly. Um, but you don't need to see it. You don't it's need that image fuel, in your head. You know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, and like I've I've picked certain. Uh, certain passages from books like life debt and read mm. them to the kids, but yeah. to read the whole thing, you know, cause we do a lot of, I do a lot of out loud reading. You sure. know, we do a lot of reading as a family and stuff like that. Um, you know, that's just not, I don't know, not that it's inappropriate. It's just not at the, not the level of, you know, the level of writing is just, oh, yeah, the, there's not the meant for writing, them. but there's <laughs> also the interest level. Like, yeah. What, what is all this political intrigue? Like, <laughs> sure. Sure. Yeah. Um, Anna, Anna, you have something to say? Would I be able to read it? I think that you could read Lost Stars. Uh, or you did read Lost Stars. I meant uh, like Aftermath Life Dead. Uh, I, I don't think it would be as interesting to you. I think that uh, a book like Lost Stars is is really as... I mean, that, that book... I mean, adults love that book, right? <laughs> Maybe not all of them. <laughs> but but many of them do and uh and and that's it it's written i mean it's called young adult i would say that book is written at almost an adult level um as far as the writing style goes and the and the subject matter yeah and Uh, young adult's an interesting category because it it is it really isn't like it's in generally not written in differently as far as vocabulary and and reading level and stuff like that mm-hmm. it's young adult because it follows a few specific rules and one is that it's going to focus around a young uh, young adult protagonist to the main character yes. the main ta- character in a young adult novel is almost never going to be a grown-up right it's always going to be a teenager of some sort mm-hmm. uh, yeah. almost always but that's it, one of the one of the biggest rules in YA. um who the main intended audience is? Who's the main reader? What are they? Right. What are they interested in? What is their worldview? It's usually going to be teenagers. It's usually going to be their point in life where they're trying to figure out who they are, and that's what the authors are picturing when they're writing it. It's not so much is it inappropriate for adults to read a YA novel? Not really, but no. they're just not the main intended audience. That's all. Right. Right. Yeah. But but I love Harry Potter, so <laughs> and many adults do. Yeah, so, and you know it's like Harry it's Potter. Many kids do. <laughs> Harry Potter didn't really start out as a YA series at all. It was that's true. That's true. It definitely evolved. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a good point. That's a good point. You start getting into eight hundred page books, though, and you're you're definitely not talking about middle grade books. <laughs> yeah. 
So you have a daughter, and and you said that she uh, she's into Star Wars also. And how, how does wow. that? Uh, into well, is know. a stretch. <laughs> <laughs> Plays with Star Wars action figures. She does enjoy. <laughs> she especially is latched onto Ray and BB-8. Um, yeah, yeah. Those two have really connected with her, um, or she's connected with them. Slowly but surely, she gets to play with my toys. She does. I yep. don't. Uh, my stuff isn't sacred. It survived one childhood. It can survive another one. Right. And. Um, so she's got a box of figures that she mostly plays with, and it's characters that aren't scary to her, and mostly they're Rebels characters, but she always wants Ray and BB-8 in there, too. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we get out the Sesame Street playset, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we've got this Fisher-Price castle that does a pretty good job of being Maz Kanata's castle. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Um, that reminds me of when I was a kid playing G.I. Joe's in my mom's dollhouse. Yeah. So, yep, oh, yeah. It happens. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> it was an old tin dollhouse. Yeah. yeah. And uh, we tore the chimney off that thing. I feel really bad about that now because it was like an antique. But, you know. Lame Cobra. There you go. <laughs> Purpose? Cobra. Excellent. Huh? Accident. A purposeful accident, yes. Huh? Uh, accident. Okay. You're making sure yeah. I wasn't a bad kid. Yeah. So, yeah. so she uh, <laughs> she enjoys a good lightsaber fight, my daughter. Um, yeah, yeah. I have learned that uh, every time she whacks me with a lightsaber, I realize this is my own fault. I've brought this on myself. <laughs> this probably wouldn't be in the house in the first place if it weren't for me. <laughs> So yeah, I want to blame it myself every time I get hit with one of those. <laughs> um, she, uh, yeah, she's seen little bits of the movies. I show her the race scenes with BB-8 and stuff, yeah. uh, For- uh, Force Awakens, and she's seen other things. But um, like, there's no way I could show her the Raptar scene or something like that. Sure, that would sure. Just scare. Why? Oh, she, well, she's four. She's not even in kindergarten yet. Oh. Yeah, she would be. <laughs> she would be way too scared to see something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, little bits and pieces carefully shown to her. She's seen a lot of the books, and she knows the names of some of the characters because they're on my shirts. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, She's kind of surrounded by it. And then uh, we've gone to quite a number of events that have 501st guys dressed up, and she's she's actually been in Star Wars Insider. Um, She got... What? A few months ago... Oh, boy, no. uh, Over a year ago now, she was... I sent them a couple of photos and just said, this is what we like to do together. Little did I know they'd print all of them. So oh, <laughs> she's got almost a page to herself in Star Wars. Inside. How did I miss that? What You'll have to give me the issue number if sure. you can't remember it's it now. It's just a little out of reach. I'll, I, uh, I, I subscribed and then I just, I kept, I kept on not having time to read them. And yeah. I'm like, I just can't subscribe anymore, but I'll have to, I'll have to dig that out. Cool. That's awesome. Yeah. So there's a picture. the The coolest one is with her and I with Ray Park. Uh, oh, Darth, nice. Darth Maul. He was here in town. Uh, so they're mostly uh, us with five hundred first people, though. Yeah, yeah. So she's she's not afraid of troopers then. Uh, she's a little bit more lately than she was yeah. when she was younger. Hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. No, she wasn't. She wasn't afraid at all when she was little. You'll see in the picture. Cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember. Um, we went to a free comic book day and I think Liam was about four yeah. and there was a really, really lifelike Palpatine. Uh, that, <laughs> that, that, well. did not, that did not go over too well. <laughs> and Liam, Liam had a Darth Vader, uh, beanie on, uh, 
or a Darth Vader toque, if you will. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's Canadian for beanie. <laughs> beanie, so, beanie is like one of those like fifties kids hats with the propeller on it. <laughs> That's a beanie. Well, we're just going to have to agree to disagree. With Chris. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the emperor was like specifically talking to Liam as if he was Darth Vader. And I'm like, I don't think he wants to talk to you. No. <laughs> yeah. The guys, uh, yeah. most of those guys are really great and they know, yeah. they, they know they can be scary to kids and they're not, they're not, getting a kick out of scaring kids no um i've talked to some of those guys and they go to hospitals and uh quite regularly and they don't tell anybody but they're they're bawling their eyes out under those helmets Mm -hmm. they're like they're not there to have a laugh at the expense of the kids Uh, haha he got scared or anything like that they're oh right they're there for the kids yeah and uh they're they're really great and yeah my daughter is uh Definitely high five to her share of troopers. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, and she likes the music. She likes uh she knows the Star Wars theme when she hears it and we, we bounce around to that. Cool. And uh yeah, we do we do a fair amount of things, but she also loves Curious George and Clifford and uh Paw Patrol and you name it. I but I it, don't know Paw Patrol. You know? Me neither. <laughs> Oh, Paw Patrol. Paw Patrol. I've heard of it. No, Paw Patrol. <laughs> Paw Patrol. That would be cool. Yeah, right. Uh, Paw Patrol. Paw Patrol. Uh, you guys might be dual. Yes, so I care. Oh, yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah. We've, we've heard of it. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I'm an I'm an early childhood educator. Fighting. I probably should know. you got to be up I with probably these should know <laughs> all of this stuff. I know my fair share. Yeah. And a lot of the teachers I work with look at me like, how do you know the names of all the ponies. <laughs> um, cause I watch my little pony. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so, so it's kind of fun to connect, uh, with kids and, and the kids look sometimes, a lot of times the kids look at me like that too. Like, how do you know what an Eevee evolves into? <laughs> but that's the cool well, thing because when, I play when you're working with kids, cause, uh, I've been out of that world for about a year now cause I'm just focusing on my daughter. Um, but I was working in after school care for about almost 10 years. Yeah. And when you're working with kids and you, when one of them clues in, Hey, this adult not only likes the stuff I like, he knows a lot too. This person, yeah. I, this is a source of information. <laughs> this is a, <laughs> when you get, cause they're, they're constantly trying to tell their parents about something that they love and their parents say, hey, yeah, 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 that's great, Minecraft, okay. <laughs> right, 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 right. What? What is this? Pokey, what? <laughs> My mom always calls it Pokemon. Pokemans. <laughs> <laughs> and then they meet an adult who gets it and respects what they're into and is actually can speak with some authority about it and it's like, whoa, okay, now yep. we have stuff to talk to. Now we can get into it. And yeah, that's that's pretty cool. And once you make that connection, it is because then they start showing up with new questions. <laughs> uh huh. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I had a kid uh, bring me a lightsaber made of Tinker Toys last year. So excellent. I love Tinker Toys. That uh, yeah, they're old wooden toys. I'd have to show you a photo. So you know, I was on this. Uh, I was. I've been thinking about podcasting recently. <laughs> Imagine that. Uh, yep. But since we did this interview about podcasting, I was just kind of thinking about the the joys and challenges of podcasting and uh just kind of curious whether or not we we share any of those i'm wondering what you consider the hardest part of podcasting the hardest part is editing and getting a show together because i 
like I, I respect what you do. It's a very conversational, flowing thing, and it, it's very entertaining. Um, for me, I don't know how engaging it would be for many kids. I think kids who are really into Star Wars would would certainly have the patience to listen to it. And obviously, that's true because you yeah. get feedback from your listeners. Yeah. Um, what I was trying to do was so, so sort of short, quick, get to the point, keep it engaging, so even really young listeners could get something out of it and have a right. have a good time. And to do that requires a lot of editing. And uh, like for every hour of like just talking about stuff doesn't take much time to record. But then it'd take me three hours to edit a half hour episode. And yep. I don't have that three hours. Yep. That's, that's <laughs> a very challenging aspect of it. Um, getting people to agree to come talk to me was great and fairly easy. Um, coming up with topics for a show is no problem. That's <laughs> it's the editing. Yeah. If I had somebody else who could just do the editing part and and do you know exactly how I wanted it done without me having to do anything, um, yeah, we'd I'd still have a regular show going. And right, right, right. It's just so. Yeah, no, I I feel you. Uh, <laughs> how about the best part? The best part is. Uh, I guess finding other people who who appreciate what you're doing and and want to say, yeah, I was thinking that, but nobody's saying that, or I that's kind of what I thought. Or what's really cool is because I've got as you you can relate to as well, sort of a dual generation audience. You can get people say, you know what, I never really thought about you're giving. I never gave that a chance, and that sounds like something I should look into. Yeah, uh, that you sort of broaden some horizons out there right right yeah that, that's a lot of fun and getting to talk to people who create star wars stuff is, is a lot of fun yeah no i'm i'm i was always impressed and am still impressed by the by the people you had on and, and also how you put the show together you know for kids it, it's nice you have an audience in mind for me my audience is just a star wars fan like a yeah. general one you know and uh and i would hope that even you know that adults would like it too and I think that's, you know, why I started it too is, is kind of similar to you, but a little bit different where, you know, people are always saying Star Wars is a, is, was for kids. George Lucas made these movies for kids. People would always say, absolutely. But then I would think, well, then why are we listening to a bunch, all these adults talking about it? <laughs> well, and that <laughs> what strikes, do kids have to say about it? <laughs> well, and that's an excellent segue because we haven't heard from Anna and Liam in a while. They're being off. That's, that's a good point. They're kind of sitting here like they're very patient. They are very patient. Yeah. But they're also very yeah. funny, and I haven't heard them say anything for a little while. That's true. I'm falling asleep. That's true. No, no, he's falling asleep. Who do you think we should have on the show, kids? If we if we had a guest on the show, um, um, who's your dream who's guest? Oh, the person who played yes, Freddie Prince Jr. has been someone I've been meaning to try oh, to get yeah. on, and you know, honestly, it's it's almost a, a kind of a technical thing for me, but now I finally have the 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 technicalities worked out where mm. i just bit the bullet and bought a program and and hopefully uh well you're kind of the test case here chris oh. <laughs> guinea pig <laughs> hopefully this all it's works fine. out uh but um yeah well that's yeah, the thing you don't want to invite some here, right? some professional actor on your show and and realize oh it didn't work or, that's the fear yeah you feel like a well, it's already amateur you don't want to feel like a complete total <laughs> never done this before Right, right. Yeah. Anna, Anna. Um, I want the person on the podcast whoever does the Jedi Academy book. 
Yeah, oh, Jeffrey, Jeffrey Brown. Brown. Yeah, yeah, Jeffrey Brown. Yeah, well, and he doesn't he doesn't do him anymore. I actually did contact Jeffrey Brown, so. Um, but you know, since he's not doing him anymore, I think he's kind of like, eh, I'm not sure. But, uh, but we I also contacted the, sooner. we should have, I also well, he contacted have more the new free time author, to talk about it now. He's not promoting the new book. That's a good point. That's a good point, Chris. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I also contacted the, can you remember the name of the author of the new one, Chris? Um, Jarrett, uh, uh so K, right? Yeah. I'm not a hundred percent sure how to pronounce it. Okay, yeah. What is the book called? It is called A New Class. A New Class. That's what I thought. As opposed yeah, to A cool. New Hope, it's A New Class. What did you think of the book? Uh, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I, I'll i be honest, and I was not a big fan of the first three. So oh. I, Yeah, and I haven't ever talked about them because I didn't really want to be all that critical of them. Sure. Yeah. So I... Uh, I had a very open mind to this one. I can see how if somebody really liked the first three, that they might be a little disappointed in some ways with this one, but I say mm-hmm. give it a chance. Cool. Um, the humor is a little bit less silly, mm-hmm. I would say, and uh, and the art is different, and the writer is different, So there, and it's a totally new character. The only thing that it has in common, really, uh, with the first three books is that it takes place at the Jedi Academy. Uh, yeah. Ron Sanchez is not mentioned, or what is his name? Novachez. Novachez, I think. Yeah. yeah, it has Yoda though, right? Yeah, Yoda's in there, yeah, and some, some of the same teachers. But uh, oh, okay, sure. Who's but the a, main character? It's a new kid named. Oh man, <laughs> we're quizzing about this. Isn't his last name like Star Speeder or something like that? What? Uh, space. <laughs> I don't know. Space Star Guy. Anyway, <laughs> I'm blanking. We'll have to. We'll have to check it out. I'm sure we'll review I'll, it on the show once we read it. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, yeah, I'd be curious cool. to hear what you think as a fan of the yeah. first three going into it. Yeah, yeah. Um, no. uh, Victor Starspeeder. Whoa, knocking my microphone. I got so excited about Victor Starspeeder. Victor <laughs> Starspeeder is the new uh, main character and cool. his big sister. Awesome. Yeah. Victor Starspeeder. Yeah. Yeah, I like that name. Huh? It's a really yeah. weird last name. Yeah, it's a good Star Wars last Star name. Star Speeder. It's no weirder than Skywalker or Dark Lighter. It's Dark Lighter. Yeah, Biggs. That's, that's Biggs' last name. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Biggs <laughs> Dark Lighter. I had no idea. Hmm. Yeah. Okay, I learned something new today. <laughs> yeah. Skywalker. So you met. <laughs> Walks down the sky and loves to fly. Nice. Are you making right. up a Victor Starspeeder jingle right off the, off the cuff? I don't know. We hmm. always kind of do that. <laughs> yeah, I think I am. Cool. <laughs> and we're back from our stretch. And our headphones have popped out, but now they're back in, and we're good to go. And then they're gonna pop out again. <laughs> yep, popped out. No. <laughs> Headphones are popping. <laughs> Headphones are rocking. On children of the force. <laughs> <laughs> okay, for some reason I had I was I was like force when you were doing that. I just had to sing along for some reason. Yeah, you had to sing the harmony. The music. Yeah, the music. The music. <laughs> the, music. the music. It moved you. That's how we say it in Canada. 
Music. <laughs> Let's head on over to Canon News, if that's cool with you, Chris. Sounds good to me. The Canon News song, yeah. The Canon News song, yeah. In canon news today, uh, according to Aftermath Life Dead, and this is just a mild, it's not even a spoiler, but according to Life Dead, Maz Kanata had a ship called Stranger's Fortune, and she took it for a look around the galaxy after the Battle of Endor when she sensed that, quote, something is off balance, something stirring in the force has made the water turbid. Hard to see, but I think it best we be prepared. Is it the lightsaber? Uh, do you think maybe she went and got the lightsaber at that point? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But that's cool to know that she has a ship and she doesn't just stay on Takadana all the time. Oh, she strangers. Wait a second. Back up. Back up. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. So she's driving around Endor and feels that the waters are turbid. <laughs> okay. Oh, oh, I meant, I meant like, uh, after the battle of Endor, yeah chronologically speaking yeah oh okay so in this uh in this uh, interlude in life debt you see Maz Kanata at her castle and and uh and she's talking about having to to leave in her ship and go check out the galaxy because something doesn't feel right oh, okay so it doesn't say where she goes specifically it does not oh okay no yeah um yeah that could very well be that she's going on lightsaber hunt yeah um could be or she's looking for something completely different and ends up with a lightsaber. She just wanted to buy a flashlight. <laughs> huh? she, she just bought it at the store thinking it was a flashlight and it yeah. turned out to be the Skywalker saber. It's a very dangerous flashlight. <laughs> uh, what's that, Liam? Um, or she was going on a hunt to get a Kyber Saber crystal. A Kyber Saber crystal, yeah. We've been mm-hmm. watching. You've been uh, watching some Freemaker. Yeah, yeah, which she was in, and it's semi-canon? I don't know. (laughs) No. (laughs) Still not quite sure about that. I don't know. They said something about it. (laughs) Leland Shee keeps saying it's canon. I don't know what, I'm not sure what. (laughs) Uh, He uses the word canon somewhere in the sentence, but I don't. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's got some qualifiers. Yeah. Uh, Shot out of a cannon. Right, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, well that's kind of cool. Yeah, she cuz she said she's had it for what did she say? I've had this for ages. I've had this for a long time. Yeah, yeah. So be, she said I've had this for ages. That sounds right. And you there's a really interesting story, but I'm not going to tell you right now. <laughs> right, right. Huh? That's a story for a novelization. <laughs> that's a story for no, another time. No, that's a story for another time. <laughs> another time, right. Actually, it might be a story for a spin-off movie. Could be. The Adventures of Maz. Ooh, I like that. That would be a lot of Adventures fun. Adventures of what? Of Masconada. Ooh. <laughs> you like that idea. Yep. All right, well, let's go have a joke. <laughs> Laugh it up, fuzzball. <laughs> so regular listeners of our show will not be surprised in the least to hear that our jokes today come... From none other than Chris from Star Wars Kids Cast. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. Thank you for all of the jokes Boy. that you've sent in over the last, geez, probably year now. I don't know. So hit us with them. Okay. What do you call a rebel spy in a hospital? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Jin Nurse O. 
<laughs> I love the wow reaction. Where do you get? Oh, sorry, where do rebel spies keep their money? Uh, I don't know. In a gin perso. <laughs> oh, this is awful. <laughs> what do you call a rebel spy? Oh, they get better. What do you call a rebel spy going backwards? Uh, I don't know. A gin reverso. <laughs> what do you call a rebel spy who always has a bad day? Ah. Uh. Gin worse and worse so. Wow. I would just say Jin Wurso. <laughs> would you? Oh, you're Jin a critiquer Wurso now. You're going to rewrite Chris's jokes? No. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Punch it up. Punch it up. Um, <laughs> I don't even think I want to do the last one. What do you call a rebel spy dressed like a Wookiee? I don't know. I don't know. Jin Furso. <laughs> yeah, let's end on that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that was definitely the last yep. one. Good. You got to go out on a high note. I would not lie to you guys. Right. So, I mean, like, good for him. Oh, good for him. Sure. <laughs> well, uh, are you going to sing us the question and answer council now, Chris? No. No. Answer council, where we ask questions and answer them. It's the question and answer council. It's the question and answer council. So the last time you were on the show, Chris, you asked a question on our pre-TFA Q&A council extravaganza. That's right. And you asked, because I checked today. <laughs> Because I totally forgot what you asked. But I asked I went something back about how are you going to keep your trap shut. That's right. Yeah. How are you kids going to handle not spoiling The Force Awakens for your friends and family who haven't seen it yet? So, now we have the answer. Because we've seen it. Oh, right. I'm glad you finally saw it. <laughs> By doing it is my answer. So, what, you just didn't do it. So what'd you do? Did you put your fist in your mouth like you said you were going to? Oh, yeah, that was right. Um, no, I didn't necessarily do that. I just never really bring it up. And if someone else bring it up, I would just, like, kind of go out of the room or something. So I wouldn't spoil it. I wouldn't bring it up in the first place. Mm, that's a good strategy. Liam, you, just, you said you just didn't spoil it. I was very surprised and proud of myself, but I didn't spoil it to every single person I know. Yeah, I mean, the next day at school, which I think, you guys, did you go to school late the next day? I think yeah, we were, we were going to take the day off, and then you didn't. We just, I just brought you to school late. Um, but you just, uh, you probably wanted to scream it from the rooftop, right? No, I didn't. No. I, I was just saying, like, did you guys watch the movie? Did you guys watch the movie? Did you guys watch the movie? And if said, they said no, I was just like, oh, okay. And I just see it on my lips shut. I was like, okay, I'm not going to do it. All right. <laughs> and I uh, did not mean any of so, so apparently your friends at school think watching The Force Awakens makes you look crazy. <laughs> huh? If you're sitting that's there you talking look. to yourself all day going, not going to do it, not going to do it. Uh, no, no, no. That's not what I was doing. So I, I have a question. I, I'm not sure if you have any questions, Chris, but I'm going to start off with one. I do. Uh, Go ahead. 
Awesome. Great. Uh, so summer traveling season is over for us. Uh, and we did a lot of road trips, which made me think about Ray and Chewbacca and R2's, uh, road trip to the planet at the end of the Not Force really Awakens. A road trip. Yeah, it basically is. Um, it's a, it's a space trip, but so my question is if you could go on a road trip with one character from star Wars, who would it be? Hmm. Oh, Anna has her hand raised. She already knows. Ray. Ray. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Chewbacca, if he wasn't made of, if his fur wasn't made of a real animal. <laughs> you mean like if? You, all right. Okay. If he didn't shed. Maybe. Yeah. Point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Practically. Yeah. Or Ewok. Hmm. I have or, no idea what they're made of. Oh, or an Ewok. I think I, you have to assume Wookiees shed to some extent. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's that's actually in canon. I seem to remember I think in the in the novelization of The Force Awakens, doesn't Ray say something or think something about about the fur on the yeah. control panel? I think so, yeah. It's in there somewhere. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And the shower drain on the Falcon must be really cool. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Chris? Um, road trip. Road trip with a Star Wars character. So are we going somewhere safe or are we going somewhere dangerous? Like safe, somewhere safe. fun, somewhere fun. Yeah. Oh, Still, you know, like you're, right vacation you're heading out to fun. some national park or something. You know, I'm going to go with Leia. I think she'd have the most entertaining stories because <laughs> Chewbacca would be great as a co-pilot, yeah. especially if we're in like dangerous territory or something, but you're going for days and days. You want to have someone to talk to. That's true. I think yeah, Leo would Leo would definitely have the most entertaining stories. I think that's that's a good point. Maybe uh, Maz Kanata. She she's got some ooh. stories to tell. And that's, one particular. That's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's very true. <laughs> so tell me about the story of the lightsaber, Liam. Did you have a thought on it? Um. So uh, Chewbacca, you wouldn't want to go to Chew- with Chewbacca too much if you want stories, because mm-hmm. guess what he says. What. <laughs> Whatever he says sounds like. Well, really? What happened next? Oh, wow. What'd you do? I know who I wouldn't want to spend hours and hours with. Who's that? Oh, boy, a rookie day. (laughs) (laughs) Really? Would you want to sit for hours and days next to Jar Jar? Uh, I probably would not. Probably not. I think you'd have a lot of fun in a couple hours. Obviously. uh, C-3PO, no. I actually, that's my answer. Oh, really? Okay, explain. Uh, he can drive the whole time. <laughs> True. Uh, because he, as long as he has power. Um, and he could tell me stories like he does in The Return of the Jedi oh, with sound tales? effects. It, it could be like... Uh, it would be relaxed it would be C-3PO like, telling stories with sound effects? Yeah, it'd be like having a book on tape. Oh, I didn't think of it. But he would just tell me all the Star Wars stories. I was thinking of panicked, worried C-3PO driving <laughs> nuts. No, we're going something fun, though. Somewhere hey. fun, so. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, when I was a kid, I most identified with C-3PO because that's the action figure I had. Cool. But get this, I thought C-3PO was female. <laughs> <laughs> You're not the only person yeah. who have ever made that mistake. <laughs> right, right. 
Yeah. And huh. like all, cause I was the fifth of six children. So all of like the, the cool, you know, characters were taken. Like, you know, my brother Dave was on solo and my oldest brother was Darth Vader. And my brother Mike was, was a uh, Luke, you know? So I was left with C-3PO cause my little brother was Chewbacca cause he was like a toddler and he could do the voice good. <laughs> so yeah, that's C-3PO. pretty awesome. <laughs> All right, so do you have a question for the question and answer council, Chris? I do. What did I write? Oh, um, it's out of a two-parter question, so you can choose. Because I don't like to be the sort of a positive side and a negative side. So is there a character in Star Wars that you really wish they'd done more with and was only in it so briefly and you wish that you'd seen more? And is there also a character that you really wish wasn't in Star Wars? Hmm. Liam has his hand up. Um, I wish that um, Imperial Spy on Tatooine was more in Star Wars. Like, he's just... All he does is... He barely... All he, the guy he with, like, the, like the little aardvark snout? Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah, he's, yeah. He said one sentence in uh-huh. the whole thing. And he popped up about maybe three or four times. The guy who yeah. ratted on Luke and Obi-Wan? Yeah. That yeah. Yeah. That guy? A, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's awesome. I'm trying to think of his name. That's a really good example. Um. Oh my goodness. You're right. Ah. I was so excited when they finally made an action figure of him because he wasn't part of the original <laughs> series at all. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that, I was. I always liked that character too. He looked cool. Yeah. Anna has her hand up. Anna, oh. is there someone you'd like to see more of? I would like. You know that red guy who is in the Luke book. What's his name? Oh, are you talking about Sarko? Sarko yes. Oh. He was in The Force Awakens for a very, oh, yeah. very <laughs> brief few moments. I wish he was in if there a little more. pause it right, you can see him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I wish he was in there a little more. Yeah, he was okay. a cool character in that Luke book. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Because I, I never really read that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm going to read that either, so mm-hmm. I kind of wish I saw a little more of him in the movie. Yeah, it's a cool design and everything, too. Love the look of the guy. Yeah, the book's worth reading, for sure. I, yeah, it I, is. I would recommend it. Is. I liked it. Uh, okay, I should probably read that whole series. We- yeah. Weapon of the Jedi. Yep, yep. Um, let's see. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of who I'd want to see more of. I'd say Phasma, but I think we're going to get more of her. So yeah. Um, but Captain so. Phasma was was underutilized, but I think that'll be that will that will be okay. It will only be okay. <laughs> <laughs> if uh, what did you send the trash compactor? If she's well, maybe we don't actually know what happened to her. We assume they did that. I don't know. I feel like that was a, just a joke, you know. Like, did they actually put her in a trash compactor? Yeah, they're not really murderers. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. I don't see them doing that. Um, so who knows what happened to her? Right? How about you? Who would you, who who do you want to see more of, Chris? This is a weird one, but uh, I was really disappointed with um, the Phantom Menace with Chancellor Valorum because Terrence oh. Stamp is such a really good actor, and he's barely yeah. in the movie, and he didn't really get anything good to do except, um, "Will you defer?" <laughs> <laughs> and then he and then he's fired and yeah, gone. Yeah. So I was thrilled to see him show up in uh, the later Clone Wars. Yeah. As a character, because yeah, that. I don't even know if he was that interesting a character, but he was certainly a fantastic actor. And yeah. so I was disappointed that he, because I was like, Terrence Stamp is going to be in this new stuff. Oh my goodness, that makes it even better. Oh, he doesn't get really to do anything. <laughs> yeah, that was a, 
that was sort of the deal with uh Lor Santuca also. Yeah, um, that was that's that's the deal with a few characters yeah. <laughs> <laughs> over time. Yeah, yeah. I thought uh Lor Santeca got to do a little bit more of an emotional impact though. Like he had some you got to at least see a glimpse of his character and yeah, his yeah. feelings of things as opposed to just there. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> that that's who I would have loved to see a little bit more of. Anna, who would you want to see less of? No one. No one. You can assume we all love Star Wars. It's all great, but there are some elements of it that aren't as great as others. So mm-hmm. it's not mm-hmm. it's not dumping on what things we love. It's it's everybody has their own taste. Yeah. How about you, Liam? I kind of wish there was no such thing as Sam Wessel. Zam Wessel. Oh. No such thing as Zam Wessel. That's why, interesting. Why is that? I wish Zam Wessel was Jango Fett. Just Jango Fett didn't hire Zam Wessel. Oh. He just replaced Zam Wessel. Hmm. That would have worked. Yeah, if, if Jango had just left some evidence and that... Yep. Wouldn't have been as much of a mystery when Obi-Wan got there to sort of... But yeah, they could have made that work for sure. What What's the issue with Zam Wessel? Is it that she looks freaky? No. No, it's not? I just don't like her. <laughs> okay. All right. I like her more when she's a human. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, me too. Uh, yeah. Because the only time you see her in um, um, alien form is when she's going like... <laughs> it just it sounds kind of creepy. Just turns yeah. and does that grumpy face and then <laughs> and then she just like melting. Jing, J suck. Oh right, yes, she was going to speak and then yeah. suck, which is the sound of a dart going in there. Is that? Liam yeah. Liam reads a lot of comics. Yeah, so. I was gonna say that sounds like a comic book explanation. Fuck. <laughs> so, so I don't. I have a really hard time with with that one. I mean, my my initial thought is Jar Jar. Although I don't have a nearly as big of a problem with Jar Jar as as a lot of people do. Um, it's just it's just a little overdone, I think, in the Phantom Menace. Um, some of the humor, you know, I, I, I find myself rolling my eyes. Um, but I, but I don't really have a problem with with the character as a whole. Yeah. Just specific issues, maybe. <laughs> I've certainly made my peace um, with him over the years. Yeah, definitely. Um, I was not expecting him in 1999. <laughs> I was a yes, little surprised. That's true. But. That's true. Okay. How about you? Uh, mine is going back to Phantom Menace again. Um, the podcast and uh, podcast, the pod race announcers. Oh. I. For the light, first of all, a two-headed character is one of the stupidest things. <laughs> but the idea that okay, so they're two heads, but they have comp- they've, so they've obviously lived the exact same life in the exact same space for the whole life, but they have two different languages and accents. And <laughs> that's a good. Point. It makes it made no okay. sense at all. And okay, yeah. so one's better at one language than the other. Okay. Um, well, that's right. Oh, he's a local boy. And it was just this, <laughs> such a cartoony voice. And, and the that's actor who did it, he's a very funny actor. Um, yeah, yeah. But it was uh, Dave Proops. Is that his name? That sounds right. That sounds right. It might be, not be Dave. Huh? But um, 
I just that's one of those figures that I never did buy because the character annoyed me so much <laughs> to the point I just saw it the other day in a store and I looked at it I still can't buy this and it was on sale really cheap too and I would have you would have I would have yeah, yeah. yeah. is it Fnode and Bead is that right something like that Fnode yeah. <laughs> Fode and Bead yeah I just I, I when they do the la 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 yeah. Part I I I like that part. Oh, the ooh ah. I'm not a fan of the ooh ah because when they show the audience doing the ooh ah, I feel like that was just yeah yeah no no. But the la 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 it's kind of like a like a hail Jabba thing. I always thought that was kind of funny. No, you don't like the la 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 la. No, you do that a little too well, Al. I really do. Oh well, thank you for those questions for the question and answer council. <laughs> and uh, did you? Hey, you've had a time to think. Did you? Did you think? Oh of yeah. One, or are you going to stick with? It's That's all right. perfect. You said, you said it's all perfect, right? You don't want to see less of anyone. Nope. Okay. Nope. I don't want to see. Less Fair of enough. Anyone. All right. All right. That's cool. Well, do you guys know what time it is? No, um, it's not time to have those units in the South Ridge repaired by midday. It's time for stop, stop the Repair something, something, blah, blah, blah. No, but if if they aren't repaired, there's going to be heck to pay. <laughs> All right, Chris. But I only Chris, have did you? Five dollars. <laughs> uh, all right. You do, you do a good whiny Luke, Liam. Uh, <laughs> the kids have a a question for you. Oh, awesome. For stump the lump, they would they they they're going to try to stump you. Um, they will probably we'll succeed. Mm, we'll see. I, I, as far as I know, they've been memorizing the Force Awakens visual dictionary. <laughs> well, this one comes from there, but it's really it's kind of a, <laughs> it, but it's kind of an oldie. Okay, I, we'll see. We'll see. So and I, I may have gotten this wrong because I don't notice details like this, but I have a feeling that you might get it right, Anna. What color are Chewbacca's eyes? They are blue. They are blue. How do you know that? With beautiful blue How? eyes. Beautiful uh, blue that, eyes. Well. I don't know. <laughs> no, um, that was a thing they made a big. I never noticed it before Force Awakens, but they made a big deal about the. They had to find another tall actor who had blue eyes to mm, yeah. to uh, work with Peter Mayhew to be the second Chewbacca. And, that's that's uh, a good point. Yeah. And the the guy they found is a basketball player from Finland, and about ninety nine percent of Finland have blue eyes. <laughs> I've yeah. been there. It's a very blue-eyed, yeah. blonde kind yeah. of place. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm really happy with with that guy's work. Uh, oh yeah, that's uh, that's really. I'm. So, I'm so happy that they got that figured out because that's also something I'm glad they didn't make a big deal of beforehand. Because I would have been really like, "What a new trip!" Yeah. Oh, that would have. Do you do you think that's why they're not saying anything about the composer for Rogue One? They have not. They still have not made an official announcement. That the Rogue One music is going to be composed by the what uh, Displa or Displot, I'm not sure how it's pronounced. Yeah, I think there's certainly a marketing idea that if people want to assume it's the thing they love, then great. Yeah. But, well, well, here's the facts, but we're not going to make a big deal about the facts. Sure. Um. Yeah, I. There's a few things like that where they're 
it's not going to be, they're not going to proudly pronounce the thing that a lot of people is their favorite part of Star Wars. Yeah, yeah right, 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 right. Um, they're, they're definitely not going to make a big deal about no, because you can just see the headlines. No John Williams in Star Wars. Right. Exactly. Yeah, they, they don't want that. And I, I have point. a feeling there's going to be a lot of John Williams music in there anyway, even if he's not the one arranging it for this particular soundtrack. Oh, sure. Yeah. Um, that would be shocking if there's no familiar Star Wars music in there. Yeah. I well, feeling, I mean, Vader's in it. They're going to have to have. Yeah, I think it'll be it'll be somewhat similar to what we hear in Rebels. I think. Oh yeah. 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 Well, uh, did did you have a stump the lump question? I have a stump. Well, they want they wanted to stump. So that means I'm not the lump, or I am the lump. You are not the lump. Woo! Okay. <laughs> you're only the lump if you're stumped. Okay. That's how that that logic works somehow. Let's see. <laughs> sure. I thought I had a question. Um. Actually, I couldn't even find the answer, so maybe you guys can tell me this. What is the name of Poe Dameron's squadron of X-Wings? Black Squadron. squadron. <laughs> they both answered Black Squadron. Nicely done. <laughs> I knew it was nice. a color. I just couldn't remember which color. Yeah. Um, what is the name of the blue droid that barely is in the movie but got an action figure? The Leia's droid? Yeah. Huh? I know it. Come on, kids. I know it. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> I bet if I gave you the first letter, you'd get it. Four, three, CPO. No, no, no. Huh? the first letter. P. P two four C O. P two four C O. Uh, P Z four C O. P Z four C O. P Z four C O. There you go. That's a good one. I'm glad they say P Z next to it because I would have said P Z four C O. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Okay, so we're <laughs> technically the lump, and, so, and he's technically the lump? He's not the lump. You are half lump and half not. You're like a Wookiee human hybrid. Oh, so like you had. You had a tiny little lump on your shoulder, but barely yeah. anything. Right, oh, that's right. You have, you have a lump on your shoulder. That's that You're mildly off. lumped. Really close. <laughs> There's uh, a moderate lumpage occurring. <laughs> I don't know if you heard in the last episode, but I had a lump on my shoulder that, if if popped, actually was just full of little lumpies. So we just got we got really gross with it. So uh, miniature lumpies. Now we're getting into it. everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> this is Star Wars. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. Wait, didn't I make right. the idea of that? Yeah, you did. <laughs> Oh that was gosh, Ilium. I'm <laughs> yeah, good work. <laughs> All right. Well done. Well, the kids are getting restless. Yeah. Anna's laying down, and uh, and we have come to the end of another episode of Children of the Force. And thank you so much for coming on the show, Chris. Did oh, you have? Oh, Anna, you want to say something? Liam. What? Liam has, has something question. to say. Oh, do you have an? Oh, you also have a stump the lump question. Liam? Oh, cool. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, I forgot. Oh, what's your yes. question? What is? The name of Kylo, like, what is the type of Kylo Ren's lightsaber? What type of? What type of? What's the what light? What's the name of Kylo Ren's lightsaber? What? It has a a, a type. Well, it's got like a cross hilt. Is that what they call it? Cross blade lightsaber. Cross so. blade. Cross guard. Cross guard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kylo Ren is a crossing guard. <laughs> <laughs> Do you trust that uh, guy no, to get you no, across the street safely? 
he was he was when he was a kid, but <laughs> then everything changed. <laughs> he huh. tells people to cross when they're not supposed to. <laughs> okay, so I think I'm partially lumped. Yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. Mm. We all we're all a little lumpy. So cool. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show, Chris. And yeah, we'll we'll definitely have to do it again. Uh, oh, thanks. Can you? I think you maybe already have, but could you do, uh, remind our listeners how they can follow you online? Absolutely. Um, if you're interested at all in my music and art for kids, you can follow me on Twitter at Chris for Kids, uh, or just if you want to talk Star Wars stuff, I'm at SW Kids Cast, Star Wars Kids Cast. Um, I'm also on Facebook and uh, with basically the same stuff. And uh, the blog is starwarskidscast.blogspot.com. Awesome. For Children of the Force, I'm Al. I'm Anna. I'm Leah. And I'm Chris. And, and may the Force be with you. Oh.